Hi, everyone. It's Arti. It's Arti from the Human Chapters. I'll tell you a little bit about Human Chapters. Humans are living narratives with a past, present, and future. These narratives constitute of a number of chapters across a lifespan. The aim of these conversations is to highlight a chapter of the narrative and unpack its connections to other chapters. I don't care whether people are natural storytellers, but I truly do believe each person has a worthy story to tell. An acknowledgement to country, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land which now comprises Greater Shepparton. We pay respect to their tribal elders past and present and emerging. We celebrate their continuing culture and we acknowledge the memory of their ancestors. Today, I'd like you to, I'd like to introduce my mom, Nina. She's the one in the black um, outfit and my grandma, um, Vidya. And Vidya is in the sari. And today is an exceptionally special human chapters for me because one of my goals for human chapters has actually been to bring my mom and grandma on this platform to share. This will be for my grandma um, and it will be to share her story. Usually I do one chapter of a person's life, but for I'd love to um, celebrate International Women's Day. And these two women have been an absolute strength, a symbol of strength, love, resilience, harmony, and anything positive I could imagine. Um, yeah, and so they both live in Nairobi, in Kenya, and my grandma is going to share her story from childhood um, in India and her migration to Kenya, what that was like. Um, and I won't uh, spoil any more for you, but mum will be the translator and grandma will be sharing her story in our Indian language, Gujarati. All right. So, um, so with uh, mum, does Ba want to introduce herself in saying anything? Tamarika introduced Tamaru Kyoke who Vijay Benchu. Ah, Vijay very good ah. yeah so she's just said her name is Vijaya um uh tell us a little bit about your childhood in India what was it Tamaru. like childhood India she is saying when she was small, she used to play with stones. Gelly danda with stick and. So basically what she's saying is that she has had um, a childhood where they used to play with sticks and stones. Uh, and within that childhood, there wasn't any internet. Um, yes. She was saying that these games have actually been forgotten um, in today's day and age. And um, yeah, that's about it. So, yeah. Tell us more yeah. about so, when she grew up a bit, she used to go to get a cow dung. And she used to make, she used to make with hands and then they used to light chico. Okay. Yeah. Then they were yeah. doing uh, cooking on it. Okay, so yeah, so she, um, so she, is she, mom, is she actually saying that she made a bit of an oven, like um, oven, yes, yeah, yeah. Kind of cow yeah. dung, and that 
that was one of the roles for Ba when she was a child growing up right. in India. She had to go and collect cow dung and um, use it to build this oven so that they could light the, they could have the wood to light it and um, then cook in it. Cook in it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. At 10 years, she went to study. When she was yeah, 10 years. So, she was 12 years she finished her studies wow. she left it that is huge so she is only she started her formal education at the age of 10 10 years, 10 years. until she was 12 and that was about it for her education yes why was that okay. She is telling there was parents were not sending girls to school. They were educating. This ba was not going. She didn't want it to go. Okay. So it didn't come from the parents, but it was cultural yes. not to go to school for the girls. Yeah, she was feeling. And the schools were separate, boys separate and girls separate. Okay. So she didn't feel like doing it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then in the two years, how much education did Ba actually have? Two book, two year. So two years yeah. worth of curriculum. And she and was educated in Gujarati. Okay. Right. So from the age of 10 to 12, she went to school. And was it full-time schooling or was it school? It was a full-time schooling. I'm schooling. Wow, that's pretty impressive. So then she studied about religion in that two years. Yeah. So religion was... Quite nice. In her age, after schooling, they used to go to do knitting, then they used to go to a farm to bring from the Farming, they used okay. to collect. Yeah. Yeah. So it was then, the... then they were washing dishes. Yeah. Then doing cooking. Fetching water. Wow. So she's actually gone from two years of schooling and then um, fallen into. We we would say now we would say stereotypical roles of a woman. Um, yes. which was, yeah, historically knitting and doing yes. the house chores, learning about how, how, farming. Yes. Wow. And that's what life was like, like within her childhood and into adolescence, so into her teenage years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what age did she do all of that till? Uh, she used to go with her mother in farm to bring groundnuts, tall, whatever. And then then they used to bring come home. They used to cook, learn knitting. They were doing that. At home. Knitting. Yes. Yeah. So they learned at home. Wow. So all of those skills. Was there any? At her 18 years after 19 years, she got engaged. Wow. Oh, 20 years, she yeah. got married. 
Okay, now I personally know the story about Ba's wedding, but I would love for her to actually tell us her story about how she, who she got married to, whether she knew the person and how that all happened. She didn't see her husband at all. And her uh, nana. Okay, so her, her grandpa? Uh, yeah, grandpa uh, just came at home to tell them. And then they got engaged, but they didn't see each other even. Wow. So, so it, uh, she just saw she, they went to Mombasa, they were telling the daughter is Vijayaben and the son is Vidubai. So, they, they got engaged like that. So I'll just stop for, for a second, just so we can get our listeners up to speed. So at this particular time, grandma was in India and the person she was getting, going to get married to was in Kenya. And so what happened was that there was a traditional arranged uh, sort of agreement to Grandma was going to get married to the person in Kenya, and but Grandma did did Ba have a say in it? If she whether she she didn't say anything. Nobody was listening to the girls. When the parents tell you have to get engaged. Girl says to say yes. That is it. But Okay, so what so it was an arranged marriage. Grandma didn't have a say in it at all. It was the parents and in fact the extended family that decided mm -hmm. it. Um they're yes. the ones that made the agreement and that was set in concrete where yeah. She was going to, yep, she got engaged. And uh, after how long, after her engagement, did she get married? After one year, she got married. So, yeah. and, and she got married in India? India, Lagna India, India, Lagna She got married in India. Dunya. Yeah. Dunya. Okay. a village called Dunya. 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 In the yeah. yeah. <coughs> so, <coughs> she got married in um, India, and now tell us about what the wedding was like. Lagna kevi te hata kyo? Lagna to large kadin lagna kahi rata. Woh joya na pat bija ne. Lagna pat itni jadi se abhi mil jaane hi jena. Now the wedding was. They had to cover the face. Yep. So veil. Yeah. Yeah. And they yep. didn't see each other for three days. On the third day, they, they saw each other. Wow. Okay. So, so during the wedding, both of them had veils on. And because it was a done deal, they got married. Um, and then on the third day is when both the veils... So is it Ba didn't see her husband and the husband didn't see Ba? Was it both yeah. ways? Bapuji Nobody saw each other. Okay. Even there was no photographs. So there was this wow, it's such such a different world. I'm trying so hard to try to comprehend or imagine what it would be like but I am actually finding it difficult 
and quite unique. So now they've got married, they haven't seen each other. And actually on the third day is when it was, when both of their faces were revealed. What was that moment like? They were feeling shy and they thought, you know, this is my husband and this is my wife. And they were not too close um, like today's world. Oh my gosh. So what, So how did that unfold? How did she become less shy and actually got to talk to him? What was that like? Slowly, slowly, she became used to him. Yeah. Then after three days, she felt a bit, a bit nervous and shy and then it started becoming less. Wow. Okay. Now tell us what happened. So we know that um, my grandpa was in Kenya. Grandma was from India. Now what happened after the after the wedding? What's the wedding? Okay. After four, five months, they came to Africa. And during in Nairobi, Nairobi. Was it in Nairobi or Mombasa? Nairobi, yeah. yeah. I came by ship to okay. Mombasa. So before we go to that journey about oh, the journey from India to Mombasa via ship uh, or by water, what happened in the five months? Was grandpa in India or did he travel to Kenya straight away after the wedding? <laughs> They came together. They okay. came together. Yeah. Those five months they stayed in India. Yeah. Navagam. She stayed in Navagam. So it's like a and new Dunia. Yeah. Mm. And then they came here. Okay. Beautiful. So so during now tell us about the journey from India to Mombasa. ડેઝ to reach Mombasa. First tell me what Yeah, tell us about that. Tell us about what the, the ship journey was actually like. Journey was, she was not feeling good. She was just vomiting for three days in the oh, ship. So yeah. she was just sleeping. Okay. Yeah. So she was very unwell. She was nauseous yeah. most of the time. Emotional. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And did she have her own room or cabin or what was? Cabin atu, room atu, ship masu atu, room jewo atu. Khali hall, hall only. Everybody were together in the ship. There was no like cabin, hall, nothing. Wow. Room. So everybody was traveling together. Sure. Okay, so now tell us when you got to Mombasa and you said you spent a month in Mombasa. Mombasa is actually, um, it's a town of Kenya. 
And um, so now it will be really interesting. So uh, grandma only spoke in Gujarati when she was in India. And now it's been a full migration to Kenya where the language is different. Um, the culture is different. Everything is going to be quite brand new. Tell us about your, your experience on the first day, if you can remember that far, when you landed in Mombasa. Mombasa She's, when she landed, she stayed at her uh, brother's house in Mombasa, and then she stayed there one month in Mombasa, and uh, Bapuji came back to Nairobi. So her husband. Second, third day. Yeah. Her husband. Yeah. And that month in Mombasa, what was that like in terms of language, in terms of transitioning from the lifestyle in India to now the lifestyle in Kenya? How has that changed? Tamaru Mombasa, Mama Nikaraiva, Tamne Kyu, like what you do like it, or look India, Katas, or look Judu like it. It was completely different yeah. from India when she came to Mombasa. Yeah. The language was different from this African people and the cultural. Yeah, because she didn't know anything. Yeah. She just knew Gujarati. Yeah. So she was not uh, listening. Uh, she was not uh, picking that language at all. So she wasn't able to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. she came to Nairobi. She yeah. stayed at her sister's house one day yeah. and then to her uncle-in-law's house. Yeah. They stayed there because her husband was staying there. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Mm. They had only two rooms. <laughs> okay. So two rooms, but a large family? Yes, large family, yes. Before, okay. people didn't have big, big houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so then what was the, when she got to Nairobi and she spent a month in uh, Mombasa, so she's transitioned to the lifestyle somewhat um, in terms of the culture and just, yeah, the way things would be done. How long did it take for Bar to sort of feel settled into the place. And what was Nairobi Mombasa to Nairobi Aiva, Tamna Kyu like when you settled in Lagi. Okay. Maybe it just Tata, but they sat in Kyu like Tadik Lago, but she was up a body say, but I man. Like this Lagi, a giant way, but I'm also a way. A boy came here, boy came here. She found it very difficult to adjust first because of different people. They didn't know anybody here. From the village to come into a city, it was completely different. The people here were different. Uh, everybody became her mother-in-law so they started ruling her okay so we'll just hold off there for a minute um just so we can be a bit mindful of how we do 
broach that subject what and be yeah um trying to go what was it like when there were so many mom-in-laws or so many in-laws and everybody felt was it almost a responsibility to sort of show grandma the way or was it yeah what was that like anything right and she used to do her work yeah so she just she listened to them and complied with whatever was said but wasn't able to say anything if it didn't align with um whatever anybody says she has to say yes whether she liked it or not yeah then she's helping in whatever people tell her to do this like ration and knitting and anything she used so, to do it yeah so um just for the viewers and our listeners um with a lot of the roles within the indian community um a huge thing is cooking and in terms of cooking there are people tend to store an amazing amount of grains and pulses and all of that and because they store it in such huge quantities they have to all of these grains and um pulses actually need to be cleaned and sorted so that it's ready to be cooked and that is one of the roles that um young women are taught and this was quite a few years ago as um my grandma has been saying from when she was a child actually even when mom was a child that was a big thing in their houses to clean these grains and pulses so that they are ready to be cooked um and it's a huge task because there is mom at any one time how much would you have in bulk in an indian household in a bowl in like in store how much would you in in a bulk things yeah would it be 10 kilos or more yeah 20 more than 20 kilos wow yeah and so you would keep due to large families and and really yeah. having to it's one of your staples right like lentils um lots of pulses um in curries and stuff so the, it was a huge job to try and clean 20 kilos of any one thing and they had multiple yeah things that were stored and so grandma is saying that she that was one of the roles that she was um yeah sort of fell into as a wife and then she was with her knitting and her, her hemming and stitching that she'd learned they were the other roles during the night um and of course there was cooking which was a huge part of it yeah now you can continue sorry i just thought i'd explain and then yeah. yeah and then what like yeah how how long did that go for before she fully felt settled and it was like home to her ye tumne kitlo time lagyo ke ave tamaro ghar che ye to big main bed tran mahina lagi am to tum પછી 
Okay, so before we get into, sorry, mom, you can explain and then I'll ask. Yeah, she was telling when her sister-in-law came from India mm. and uh, uncle-in-law came from India, they were still, they didn't have a house. Then they bought two-bedroom house, mm. two bedroom. Some little bedroom bedroom. Two room, two bedroom house. And then she settled in that house. Beautiful. Yeah, so it was a basic house. And then there were heaps of people that sort of moved in. They were sharing toilet, bathroom with other people even. So there was their own bathroom and toilets. So it was a bit like communal living, like quite a few yes. of the people, but then there were shared, um, yeah, shared lavatories and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And then, so, so then uh, grandma was expecting her first child. Is that what she was saying? Yeah. 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 Then yeah. She went to Mombasa with her okay. brother house yeah and so after the birth of the first child no she went when she was oh, expecting okay. the first child yeah yeah then she stayed in Mombasa then baby was born yeah then she came back to Nairobi after she came with her child, her son, from Mombasa to Nairobi, her sister-in-law was expecting, so she came. To her house mm. and when she got a son she did for them even mm. everything she was doing wow in her ex extended family yeah and but it's part of the culture yeah that you just have lots of people and it's a bit of a village that you share duties and you share responsibilities um, yeah. And I suppose that leads me to my next question. What was it like to raise children within that time? She was she telling there were no pampers at all. They did those uh, pampers of clothes. Yeah. They to wash. Yeah. Everything was different from today's yeah. generation. Absolutely. <laughs> They were sitting in the boxes playing there, yeah. and one was sleeping in that swing. So, yeah, like a hammock? Yeah. 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 So they became. And was it difficult? Was it hard? Difficult, it was difficult. It was difficult because they didn't have house help. Mm. They didn't, they did it by themselves, everything. Yeah. So it was a difficult task. Absolutely. And 
in four years they she delivered three children yeah yeah so it was difficult yeah that's yeah. right yeah and so she <laughs> they used to eat with their hands they were she was not feeding them so they were independent yeah. very quickly independent yes and they would eat anything without fussing fussing yes they yeah they used to give in the box yeah they didn't have time to look at the children and what they have eaten or not yeah wow so, so very busy. yeah that's right and busy cooking and cleaning the place and we all greatly difficult with raising three children trying to get all the cooking and cleaning and the rest of it done um wow i can only imagine how difficult that would have been what a challenge and then to for the children to have grown up um so then they grew up and what was what was adulthood like for ba like sure there was motherhood then after that was it a similar routine every day did she get to do things that she enjoyed what was that like tamaru pachi kevu hatu chokrao aavi gaya pachi tamne biju kai kairu etle ghar na kaam karta tha parvaso ta jao chage bhaira ta nana ta tyare ha ha pachi routine parvaso sanu karta tha thodu thodu kaam e karta jaye ne rasoi e karta jaye rashan karta jaye ડુંગ part of a business or was it all for just everyone at home everyone at home it was not kind of a business okay wow and husband was employed by somebody yeah wow my next question is did ba ever feel like she would like to have worked as a paid job as a career did she ever want that for herself tumne eu thato tu ke tame nokri karo ke tamari vaste tamar kai karu nokri kya karva navra thai ghar na kaam nahi navra nata tha to nokri kya kari she is telling in housework they were just occupied so she didn't think about her career at all at that time she want to work outside mm. for so there was no choice in the matter but what about when she what about when she went to sleep at night or did she have any i would say maybe desires or dreams rather than it actually happening in real life tumne suva jata tumne eu kai thato to ke mare a karu che kaam karu che ke mare મધરહુડ ડ્યુટીઝ not out of the way but after all of that had been done and taken care of did she ever even today does she feel like she would have liked to do something else 
in her life. She never, it never came in her mind that I want to work. Because she was not, she was not educated. That's the first reason. She didn't know English. So she was not, she never thought about her. She want to go and work outside. Yeah. Because no one will employ her. Yeah. And, uh, and she was interested in singer, uh, swing. Oh, yeah, in, in sewing. Yeah. 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 She wanted to do it, but nobody sent her from home. Do you go and learn? Wow. That so is... she was interested in learning yeah. how to swim. Yeah, how to sew clothes and stuff. Yeah. But the chance and opportunity wasn't there. That's, you know, yes. for me to think about that, it saddens me completely because I've been given so many opportunities, so many, like, yeah, there is, it's been an endless amount of opportunities, education, work, this, that, and so different to, yeah, your lifestyles and what you have experienced as women. Um, it's incredible. And of course, I am ever so grateful for it. But I could imagine the strength and resilience and everything you would have had to have as a woman in that day and age. Okay, tell us more about Val's life. She is very hardworking lady. I can tell her. She is my pillar. Whatever I give her with laughing face, she always does. Never tell me no. Even if I am around or not, she makes chapati, even yeah. any curries, yeah. whatever. I am very happy with her. Her yeah. body is very nice. Yeah. She's my pillar now. Yeah. And um, so that's so that's so emotional and heartfelt. Um, does does Ba feel like she's lived like? lived and living a life that she has actually been happy with or yeah what does she consider a happy life yeah she used to do about her religion. She didn't wanted to work outside, but she was in a religion, doing Samaic. Yeah. Every read book. She's yeah. interested in reading books. Yeah. She read many books. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. That is a hobby. And so what they, um, with grandma, she spends a lot of her time pra um, practicing religion and uh, within those religious practices, it's very much around um, different types of prayers, different, um, there is one that she does every daily um, and has done it for years and years. Ever since I was a kid, I could remember grandma doing that every afternoon and um, it's for a couple of hours they, she sits in silence and there are a few prayers that she does but at the moment she's saying she loves to read books and having been educated for two years that's when she taught she was taught in Gujarati and so she's um, carried that forward and has yeah, it served her and that's what she has been saying. That's been freedom for her. Is that right, mom? Has that been yes. her, something she's done for herself rather than everyone else or the family or, yeah. 
That's beautiful. So tell um, now tell us what she feels like having having talked about her life story. Is she is there anything else she would like to add to it? Anything she would like that I haven't asked? moment um is she is she actually happy with how the world is moving progressing the opportunities girls have at the moment females whoever it doesn't matter like yes i'm talking about females but it could be anyone is she what does she think of that ઇવન what you are doing a great job oh that is so sweet apne bhaiya ka badhaiya maza aati thi hum yeah to gather mm. so she was very happy and today she is happy even yeah we're looking at you children all char paanch jana chahiye to navra nat khata so very busy ko dil samajh bhi jaye chahiye taking <laughs> care yeah sorry guys I, i'm laughing because she's saying that even though there are just five people in the house at the moment um <laughs> she's saying they're still very busy still cooking and cleaning <laughs> and yeah i think she's telling you are vomiting a lot and your mommy was very busy <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, yes, fun times when you were kids. Ek baat tak wa pitti khabar kon bolgi. Apne ghar le koi musliman ni chhod ke but khabar hi khaya gaya se raat na to unki kaidi bichagi. Besan mahina purchi chai ke niya daglo thai gaya boy no. Even she lapsi gayi bichagi. Even bhai used to clean yeah vomiting for anyone's children. ઓફિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસિસ
she didn't have any opportunity to study mm. uh, further but you women have got all the opportunities so you go ahead and she is very happy to see our young generation growing up yeah jetlu na etlu karo yes and she is very she happy what women are doing today is world yeah women and men they are all the same today oh, i wait yeah beautiful so, well thank you is there anything else you'd like to say that i haven't asked before we finally mm. wrap up yeah thank you so much and oh. women yeah they are very great yes great. yes no thank you very very much for taking the time to share your story to yeah tell us more about it because every story is so worthy and it's nice to be able to provide a it's fantastic to be able to provide a platform where we can listen to good conversations and learn from each other so માર્કેટ no and they were in quite she didn't have phone or anything so but today's world is different from what she had led yes and that's yeah it's amazing how i wonder actually at this moment i wonder what she has what her experience thoughts have been about how much the world has changed from when mm. she was a child to what it is now yeah, yeah absolute incredible yeah. well thank you very much i will um wrap it up and um yes thank you and i'll post this one on international women's day okay, okay. so i'll stop recording